Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, it's 11.33. You may have seen the trailer during the Super Bowl last night, or maybe you've seen it online. There's been a lot of talk about it. A lot of people are obsessed with Michael Jordan. We also debated his legacy a lot last week with LeBron taking over the all-time scoring lead and a guy who was uh, integral in helping Michael rise to fame, although Michael did a lot of work on his own, let's be honest. Pretty good player. Sonny Vaccaro, formerly with Nike, who was uh, is going to be one of the focal points of this new movie, Air, which we're all excited about seeing. Yeah. I know guys who don't even like Michael Jordan that are excited about seeing the movie, so should be pretty awesome, and he's been kind enough to join us today. Sonny, welcome. How are you? I'm fine, gentlemen. I'm fine. Glad to be down there. Well, my good friend Bill Ingram. Yeah, and, and the rest of the people in Arkansas. <laughs> You've probably spent some time down here over the years, I assume, in your your uh, line of duty. Absolutely. When when I was involved with the, the summer stuff, and and uh, Bill and the Arkansas Hawks were one of the key reasons. And he used to host a, a big tournament down there. And I've known him a long time. And you know, a lot of the people from Arkansas. Well, I've seen the trailer. Yeah, I've seen the trailer, and I'm excited about seeing the movie. How long a process was this? Because this is certainly a, a story, I think, that is somewhat well-known. There's obviously a lot of ins and outs I'm sure that people are not familiar with, but what was the process of getting this thing started to where we are today? Well, I had nothing to do with getting it started. It was all done by people that uh, I, I did uh, a documentary called Soul Man about five or six years ago that took a long time to do, and the, the people running that, a man named John Weinrock and Mandalay Bay, and I did the Soul Man thing. And while that was happening, there was probably 60, 70 hours of, of tapes done, and a young intern named Alex Convoy worked for them. To fasten up, the, in fact, you know, make this little fact for uh, your audience, is that's how it started. I didn't have anything to do with the making of this movie, but what I had to do with it was... Uh, the people at Mandalay Bay studied all the film that I had done uh, after it was over, after we shot this young kid named Alex, and he broke down some pieces in, you know, of the 60 hours that didn't sort of hold with what history says concerning how Michael was signed. And then they did a, a, a trailer called uh, The Last Dance that Michael did. It was very popular and very big. It's huge. And uh, I was interviewed, but I wasn't used. So what, what happened was... The people in Mandalay Bay looked at the, the film and everything, and I didn't know it was happening, except, you know, a year ago, you know, yesterday at Super Bowl Sunday, you know, right after that, on this particular day, the day after, I met with everybody at Ben Mandalay Bay, and they told me they were going to do this script, and young Alex was, was doing it, and they were going to do it. They brought in a bigger company called Sundance to fashion it up, you know, make it go better. Alex wrote a script on everything he knew about me and the Jordan without me even knowing that he was 22, 23 years old. Hmm. That script, you know, just magnified into, you know, what was said and what hasn't been said over the years. Because this has been, uh, in 1884, I was, you know, obviously, you know, just starting at Nike, and, and, but I never did anything like get involved with Jordan. To, to catch your audience up, this, the script that you're watching was not I I'm I'm involved obviously you, know, you can see from the movie that uh, when you got two guys like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck playing you and you got Viola Davis playing Michael's mother it's a serious movie and it is serious to one thing it stays within a three and a half month recruitment of me getting Michael Jordan to come over to, to Nike 
that's what it's all about. They're, they're, I, went, I did not know Michael. I never met Michael before I met him. That we knew we were going to go after him after my recommendation to Mr. Knight. So it was all hard. I had a friend of mine at that time who was the best man at my wedding named George Bradley, who was the assistant coach of the United States Olympic team in 1984. He uh, got a hold of Michael for me. And I had a friend that was an assistant coach you know, at a college named Rudy Washington who drove Michael to meet me at, uh, at uh, Tony Romo's uh, restaurant in Santa Monica, California. That was the first time in my life I met him. From that day till we signed him officially, you know, once you know, in September and when the NBA started, but it took me three and a half months, me and Nike and other people, to get him to sign that shoe contract. Michael did not want to go with Nike, never heard of Nike prior to George bringing them to me, knew uh, the name, but he wanted to go to people all over Adidas. But my, you know, the pursuit, it's going to be in this movie, how it happened for the first time, you know, it's going to be displayed. I mean, the people in it, the scenes you see, the, the, I can say this, what I can say is there aren't anything there that is a flagrant misleading of the public. There may be a site that was changed from A to B or something like that. But it is the signing of Michael Jordan. And, you know, just, to, you know, you taking where you want to go on it, Wes or, or Justin. But my, my point is, it was the most important yeah. signing in, in uh, you know, in, in endorsements. It led to where we are today. So if you, hopefully that tells your audience a little bit. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Uh, by the way, sidebar, love Coach Raveling. Watched him in Iowa a long time. He was doing casual cool on the sideline before it became popular. Um, so, big fan yeah, of his. Doing, yes, he was doing, he, he had his own sweatsuits in that Raveling. So, yeah, yeah, so George, absolutely. So, you, you, you well, that's good. Yeah. So, George brought him to me, and he was my best man. That's, yes. That that's awesome. So, why were you so convinced? And again, I mean, he was the National Player of the Year. He hit a big shot, obviously, to help win a championship. But why were you so convinced that he was going to be that next level player that was going to help launch Nike into the stratosphere? I, I you know, uh, that's that, that's where the, the crux of the story comes to. And, it, and it'll be shown, you know, Matt does a couple of scenes on related to that. But the, so your audience understands that was the only time I ever saw him was when he made the shot against Georgetown, and as everybody knows, and I know my good friend Mr. Rickham knows, John Thompson was my, and the Georgetown Warriors was, you know, I was in, I, I worked with 50, 75 other colleagues and now that, but I knew the Warriors and I knew the Rebels better than anybody, because I lived in Las Vegas, and I knew Tarkini and all those kids, but I knew, I was at that game, I saw that shot, and I never discussed that shot again the rest of my life, but it's down in my head, embedded into my head, was, I never forgot what that kid did. And I had I'd never never met him. So just so you understand, North Carolina never wore Nike. Dean Smith was a Converse guy his whole life. There was no logical explanation for even thinking something like this would ever happen. How would I have known, you know, that you know, a few years later, you know, after he makes that shot, I'm going to be talking to him and you know, he and I and Nike and all the people to be his family. His family's the most important part of this whole thing. Uh, changed history. So I, I can't I can't give you that answer other than in my mind that's what I did and I think you know when you go back to you know a lot of the guys that you know that know me like the players I mean I had so many players from from you know Arkansas and, 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 and Bill's program know me intimately there's just something about it. I, I I didn't play I could I wasn't a damn good player of that I was pretty good at some other sports but certainly not basketball 
There's no explanation for that moment in my life why this would all happen. That's almost the beauty of it, because what goes on, then I must have known something somewhere along the way, because Kobe and Tracy and, you know, being the first involved with LeBron, I guess I had a feel for what talent was. I hope that helps a little bit. Yeah. Can you put it in perspective? Michael Jordan signing with Nike would be like Victor Wimbayama signing with who these days? Well, it's going to be, and I'll give you guys a, you know, a heads up, and I said it one other time in the national program, Victor's in a spot now, just like LeBron was in a spot, or Kobe was in a spot, or Tracy was in a spot, whoever the kids were that you know, made a lot of money because of what Michael did. But Victor is in a better spot because they're spending more money now. It's quite obvious like that. But Victor can go into this here. I'm glad you asked me that. I'd love to say this. Victor's in a spot, whoever represents him, and I don't know the man, so that, that's, you know, just so you know, I don't know the kid, I don't know the representative, but I believe he could get a piece of whoever he's signing with now. Hypothetically, if he signs with Converse, with, you know, New Balance, whoever the heck you want to sign with, or Nike. I believe, in the sign of the terrible mind, that the first thing I would say, well, we're going to be partners here. I'm going to take a piece. I'm going to do what Michael started and gave everybody else a chance. But if you look through history, before all the other guys start sharing revenue, and LeBron you know, has a line, everybody has a line at this group, but nobody has that kind of a line that you're, you create as good. Well, Victor, I'm always saying this to your public right now, Sonny Vitaro says, if he doesn't, away with, doesn't come away with earning the rights to his T-shirts, his, you know, part of his shoe, part of his hat. I mean, damn, he's good, but he's so good, and there's no one close to him, from what I understand in my NBA, and I still stay in touch. There's, and there's a lot of good players. Number two is going to be very good. He'll probably make the All-Star. Number three, number four, number 99. I don't know. <laughs> but Victor's supposed to be number one tomorrow morning. That's what I'm saying. And the world knows him. And what's the other thing? He's from Europe. You know, he's French, American, or African. He's somebody, he's, he's, he's perfect. He's universal. Mm. I mean, so I, I, I'm excited for him, but he has everything in the world. He has a great background, and he's so damn young. And I've watched a couple of the interviews. He's an intelligent kid, man, whatever. But he's good. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I take too long. No, that's good. We we got all the time in the world. This is great. I love this oh, okay. stuff. I'm, okay. No, you're good. Okay, good. Yeah, we're talking to Sonny Vaccaro for just tuning in on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Again, the movie coming out is aired. It chronicles the story of the recruitment of Michael Jordan. So recruiting Michael to Nike, which was a virtual unknown to him apparently, is one thing. Where did the concept or idea of giving him his own shoe or shoe line come up? That was that was given to me at the meeting we had before. We even knew who it was. There was a big meeting at Nike, which was the first kind of meeting was because it was about signing an NBA player. Nike had a lot of great NBA players, but in the seventies, in the early seventies, they were getting fifty thousand, hundred thousand. And if everybody wants to be honest with themselves, because I know Magic made a statement that we may have signed them or not signed them, which was false. But my point was, Magic was great, Larry Bird was great, Julius Erving was the first of the greatest, right? I mean, you know, and Kareem, because at that time, the, the big guys were being signed by Adidas, a lot of them, Moses Malone, all these sort of things, right? But they had nobody, Nike, that was selling, the, the world didn't know about it. We owned college basketball. 
That year, we won the NCAA tournament of schools. You know, John Thompson wins in Seattle. Jimmy Valvano wins the year before. We end up just cleaning up college basketball we owned. I assigned 80 college teams. They invite me to this meeting up in Oregon to be a part of picking a guy to give as much money as we have in the budget they have. They had a certain amount of money. It wasn't easy. Uh, uh, soft leather and Reebok was coming down the pike. You know, it, it was it was getting tough on Nike. They wanted Rob Strasser led it, obviously with Bill Knight's command. And Rob Strasser and Peter Moore, who was the first designer of the shoe. And I think that comes across good in the movie because other people have other ideas. There's a man named Peter Moore who had signed and gave and made that iconic film, that iconic picture of Michael jumping in the air like an airplane. Remember that one, guys? Mm-hmm. Jumping up? Yeah, that was Peter Moore. They, they had five or six people in this room that I knew, but I wasn't like a guy that worked at Nike. In, I didn't live there. I'd go in for two or three days, you know, a month maybe, during basketball season. I did everything on the phone. I had freelancing getting into college players. I had nothing to do. And they asked me a question. And they all had, and they all were more important to Nike in the professional game than I was. And one of them named Howard Slicer was very important. He was a lawyer. They were very close to Bill in the big time. He had, he represented players. I was the odd sheet that day. I was successful in what I was doing, but I was, I didn't live there and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was, I was the baby in the bunch. So I say to Rob, give all the money to the kids. That's, that's the statement. That's the story. <laughs> and, and no one knew what the hell I was talking about. Everybody was, who all was in you know, 1984. Keep thinking 1984, audience. That's where all started. And by the grace of God and his brilliant mind, and he passed away now, and so has Peter, but he believed in me. So it got on, it got a little, you know, edgy. You know, nobody believed him. I, and again, I wasn't the guy who was going to go back to the office with the other five people. I was going home on the next plane tomorrow morning. Just so you know that. I was not, I was an employee. I had a great day. You know, what Phil Knight did for me and Rob Strasser and Nike, I, I was pretty successful in my own mind, okay? I was making five dollar bill. You know, Pam and I were just getting ready to get married. So we, were, we were okay. But the Jordan changed everything. They listened to me. You know, Phil was, and that's what the movie tells. The movie tells you three, three months, three and a half months, of what the story is. There's a lot of stories, and I'm not saying anything aren't right, but there aren't any stories other than what the... And I had no idea they were doing this, just so you understand that. I had no idea. So this was an independent kid who got all the information he could get. Then he was able to get major people, put millions of dollars into this movie. I mean, just so your audience knows, it's been released in 40, 50, 100 countries in Europe. I don't know how many countries there are in Europe. It's, I mean, that's seriously over a thousand theaters in America. It, this is, and they, they bought an ad on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Get laid down with the audience, you know those things cost quite all bill. Mm-hmm. So this movie will tell you, and the characters, there aren't too many characters. There's just a, the, the, basically the people you see in this film, let's say there's 10 people that's going to carry this movie for an hour and 75 minutes or an hour, you know, whatever how long it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my point to you is they were all intricate in doing this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime. There are no repeats. I mean, you can, you can say everything you want about, you know, LeBron, and he certainly deserves anything, and he is the biggest. I mean, but 
But Michael gave birth to LeBron. But also, you guys, you know, know that, like, Tracy, you know, got birth from Kobe. But Kobe got the next major thing. We gave him, like, a million dollars a year and, and, and give his daddy some money to help us out with him, the 17-year-old kid. This all had a flow. The Jordan story started the world. But, but there's nothing like a shoe contract. That's why it'll live forever. That shoe will never go away. I mean, I've seen the movie, obviously. You know, and I forget, eliminate my, my name could have been any name or someone else would have it. So let's just say this. It's the story of what Michael did. Michael created something that, however things turn out in the future, Michael Jordan and I, I traveled the world. My wife knows Michael. Michael and I stayed at this home. I mean, all these things happened. But what really happened was, it, it's a, it's a, this isn't a generational thing, what Jordan did. It's a eternity thing. Well, I never said that before, gentlemen. Go ahead. You mentioned Jordan and being so close to him. We all watched The Last Dance. Why do you think you weren't in The Last Dance? You know what? I don't want to talk about that now. I really don't. If there is a time where we will talk about everything. I, I want to stay on the movie. I can say in 1984 until the 1990s when they when I got fired by Phil, you know, life was like you know there was Michael's birthdays on the same birthday. My wife's parents did. They sent each other birthday cards for 10, 12 years. Michael Jordan was an unbelievable person to spend time with. Things change. Everybody, everybody knows that. But that story will come out. And, not, and it will come out in another time. But 1984 and those years, you know, it was it was Michael. It was Phil Knight was good. He he did give the thing to his time. Rob Strasser and Peter Moore. I mean, I just think that the movie, this movie, will be a history book for future generations. That's why I'm, I'm, I was anxious when Bill called me and said, you guys would like to have me on. There's some place that I probably wouldn't have been asked, and I appreciate what you did. But I think the most important part is just forget all the elements. Just the, the, the listening public right now and you guys, okay? Just understand. What Jordan did can never be done again. There'll be another LeBron. It may be 100 years from now, but somebody can play. They all seem to be getting better, am I right? You guys are the sports people. They all seem to get getting better. The kids can play. The game's not the same game anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean, you, you look at, you know, you look at the injury thing. I mean, today and the kids don't play in half the games. What do you play for today? Get in the damn playoffs, right? Have everybody ready for the playoffs. The whole world's different. What what LeBron did with his unbelievable body and his and his ability and his mind. LeBron to me is like a a a a, a perfect person to represent you know the world we're living in in his world. He, he's obviously. Him and his mother overcome the odds of a million to one, but he's brilliant. He's done wonderful things with investments and helping, you know, the things he did academically. You know, and, and look at Kobe. I mean, Kobe, God bless his soul, and I knew Kobe better than all of them, I think. Uh, I, I did. His daddy, his daddy played my All Star game. I don't know if you know that. He, he, 19, he was MVP in the Dapper Dan Round Ball Classic. His mother's brother, Chuck Cox played in my All-Star game in 1972. I don't meet Kobe until he's 15 years old at the age of speed camp. My history tells me what, what, what I can say to this public. This movie will last forever. That's why 
it's thrilling. And it's not about kind of a tarot. I mean, it's it's about I was I was allowed in. What happens if, if Rob doesn't believe in me? I don't know. I don't think Nike signs him because Michael said, you know, he said it a million times. He never he didn't hear of Nike. And he wanted to sign with Adidas. Adidas made two of the dumbest mistakes in the world. And that's why they're in the crap house now, right? Well, three when they signed Issy to it or the guy is. But 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 they did. Uh, they refused to sign, you know, Michael. And also, I was working for Adidas when they didn't want to pay the real money for, you know, LeBron James, or at least get in the bidding. So I can tell you that business is a business, and it's by fortune, good fortune, that things happen, that those players turn out well, that they, they do not only play good on the court, you know, they, they you know, I, I don't understand what the Irving did. He's brilliant. He did all these things, but there are, there are things that go wrong with endorsements. And you can't sit here, and I'm not second-guessing everybody. I have no right to do that. But I'm telling you, Jordan, the, the, the movie will tell the story. I mean, that, it's going to be very easy. It's like sending your kid to, the, the, you know, to kindergarten, but they're not going to kindergarten. They're going to go right through to elementary school. Mm-hmm. They're going to get it. Kids come next month or whenever they release it, and historians are going to talk about this is how it was done. This is how the sausage was made. Yeah. That's how Michael signed. That movie, you know, get anybody who wants to say after it, and I'm fine. I don't, I had nothing to do. I didn't write one word, but that was me. I think they were writing about it. Obviously, that my name right. didn't. I can't wait to see it. I'd love to get you on again afterwards, Sonny. we got to hit a break. Thank you so much for the time today. It was very generous. I appreciate you. Well, let's let's try and do it again. Let's yeah. do it. Right. We'll do it for sure. We want to catch the film in April, and then we'll get you back on if you're okay with it. That's it. Uh, I love it. Sonny, thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.